0: welcome back to my channel it's Margaret and uh, today's uh, video will be covering some of the questions that I've been getting uh, from the comment section of my videos on YouTube so I've chosen a few that I think are uh, pertinent and are actually good to know to start the new year right so let's get started with some of the questions here okay First question that we have here, or first uh, topic that I want to touch here is all about the uh, lunar calendar and the solar calendar, the um, the Xia calendar. And uh, this is because our astrological signs and feng shui uh, use one of these calendar, okay? So what we normally see um, out there when uh, New Year arrives, every year uh we see those uh traditional chinese calendar i have one right here and uh um i don't know if you could see it very well but uh anyway so it's it's uh, something similar to this and um how do you call this and we usually it's usually um Kind of a, a you know it looks like the Gregorian calendar, but in on the on the bottom of all these numbers you will always see the Chinese characters. And one of them, especially in February, you will see on February four, like in this case. I don't know if you can see. uh you will actually see the Li Chun, or you know uh, February four right there. Okay, so you will see the Li Chun. uh Word in, uh, in that calendar. But anyway, so just a little uh, bit of uh, background on the lunar calendar. The lunar calendar follows the moon cycle and this is what the traditional celebration of Chinese New Year and this is when the traditional Chinese New Year begins. Now the solar calendar follows the cycle of the Sun. So traditional Chinese calendar divides a year into tw- 24 solar uh, terms. Lichun is the first solar term. So it begins when the sun reaches uh, the celestial longitude of 315 degrees and ends when it reaches the longitude of uh, 330 degrees. So, Now, <clears throat> some of you who are not familiar with the uh, the Chinese sky and how it's used, will automatically assume that anyone who is born on that day, let's say, Uh, A baby is born on January um, 29 or something like that, this year, 2023. So a lot of you might uh, assume that just uh, just because, um, you know, January 1st is supposedly the new year. This child is now uh, born in the year of the water rabbit, which is 2023. But, uh, you know, that is actually not the case. It's, uh, you know uh it's not uh it's it, it you don't automatically assume that anyone who is born on that uh the month especially the month of january and february will belong to that particular uh animal sign for that year okay so let's go back to that baby who was born in january 29 2023 um that baby is actually born in the year of the tiger why because um the year of the water rabbit doesn't doesn't occur until february 4 of 2023 at around 10 44 or 10 uh, 47 a.m around approximately around that time so anybody any baby born before that is actually still uh you know a a tiger you know and uh, it's only after when and when you're born on that, uh February four and t- at ten forty four, and after that you're considered uh, born, being born in the year of the rabbit. Okay, so usually this happens for those uh, for those of you who are born who who are born in the month of January or February. It's, it's very seldom that it will happen in the month of January. Usually, when you're born between or three, four, five around that time, then you it can be a little bit problematic because you, then you have to really look at the Li Chun and, uh, and that is that will be based on the solar calendar. Okay, and uh, what else do we need to? So the astrological signs um, that we actually have follows the solar calendar, and by the way, feng shui also follows the solar calendar. Okay. Okay, so let's get on to another, uh, to one of the questions that we got. And the question here is, should one look at monthly or yearly chart and when is it best to make changes? Is it according to month or yearly? Um, the monthly and yearly charts not only give you an idea of each energy sectors of your home, but they are used to help you with uh, your challenges um, either, uh, or and goals either they are long-term or they're short-term okay so let's say you're uh, you know you're using uh, you're, you're not feeling a hundred percent okay for the last few months and you know and so you want to make the most of the energies in the house that will support you and make you feel a bit better so you will actually use or look at the monthly chart to sh- to help you find or select the best uh, sector for your bedroom, and uh, you know with the good energies, while you're actually trying to get well, or you're let's say you're recuperating from an illness, or let's say uh, after you've you've had surgery and you want to recuperate, so the the monthly uh, flying star Feng Shui chart can help you with that, uh, with that uh, goal that you want, okay? Now, as I mentioned before, I don't know if you've seen some of my other videos, but there are, uh, there are more than just the monthly and yearly energy, okay? I will just show you briefly what I mean here. So you can see here, there's three charts on the screen right now. You have the natal chart, or the permanent energies, uh, the annual chart, or the yearly energies, and the monthly chart, which is the monthly energies. So each of these charts look different from each other, right? Um, you will see with the natal chart, which means this is the permanent energy of your house, or of your house. It doesn't change, okay? This is the energies of your house based on the moving date, uh, and based on the yeah w- the moving date and the direction the facing direction the location of the house okay then you also then you will see the annual chart here the yearly energies which actually uh, every house will have this energy when the year changes that the the year's energy comes every house will have let's say based on this uh annual chart that you see on the screen every house will have the number five in the center the number two in the southwest the number eight in the northeast okay and etc so so that annual chart is the same for all the houses you know that annual chart okay the yearly chart then you can see also a monthly chart which means which means that the energies of the month has changed not only will the year have an its own energy then the month will also have its own energy so that will change too as you can see there's two numbers in this particular chart so one will be for the yearly uh energy and the other number will actually pert- you know, will pertain to the monthly energy but in the going back to the natal chart the permanent energies. you see three numbers so I, I you know when you want to use uh when do you use this chart it can be really really uh confusing but usually the permanent energies once you find them and once you uh know which area are problematic and you remedy them that's it you know and that is also for long term goals okay so you the the permanent energy energies is usually used for long term goals and then uh the, the annual and then the monthly is a little bit Uh, more for short-term goals so it can get a little bit uh, confusing if you want to Put all these things together. So it's best to you know If you have your house analyzed, then you know where your permanent energy. So just do that and just be uh, Just let that be Then you know as the year and the monthly change it depends on your circumstances and then you actually uh, you know if you have any challenges that you want to resolve then look at the monthly and the annual charts okay so i hope after explaining this i don't get you uh getting you a little bit even more confused i hope not okay so now you know it it just shows you that these are important charts that you have to uh remember okay now, let's get on to another question here. Um, I have my wealth sector items placed in the southeast for this year. Is that the correct place? Some are saying that the south is the wealth wealth sector this year. So I have my fountain, Buddha, and plants in that uh, in that particular corner. so we're we're looking at uh, the directions of the uh, wealth sector here. Now, <clears throat> in classical feng shui the number 8 uh wealth star flies to the south in 2023. So let's say we're looking at this year which is uh, the year 2023. So the flying star number 8 flies uh this is based on the sod flies to the south this year. Let me show you. Okay. So is the wealth sector? You no, know, I, I guess the 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 question is the wealth sector in the southeast or south this year. Now, if we if we're practicing classical feng shui, the wealth sector is actually in the uh, south sector this year. Okay, so as you can see, I can show you. So that's the south sector, and that's the um. <clears throat> you can see the wealth star. I mean number eight is in the south okay so this is the flying star feng shui chart for the year of the water rabbit this year now depending on what you're practicing you know if you're practicing a classical or traditional feng shui this is the chart that you're going to be looking at you can get confused if you're actually practicing the modern or the western or the pop feng shui or what you know, the black hat sec feng shui, because they use this particular uh, map or what they call a bakwa map to determine the wealth sector or the different sectors and the different, what they call, uh, life aspirations. So this is quite popular in North America for the last two decades. And it includes some sort of form uh, principles it used a bit of the compass school uh, but it builds a lot on the chi energy the balancing of yin and yang and religion and intuition so it's a uh, it's, uh, approach is more on an art form uh, using objects to create and enhance the chi energy so this is what they're gonna be following and from this Chart that you see here, as you can see, this basically sim- similar this chart here. Okay, uh, you will see that the wealth and prosperity sector is actually in the southeast. And if you're using this this uh, chart or map, if you're using this Bakua map, uh, we we don't have a Bakua map per se in traditional Chinese uh, t- traditional classical feng shui, but if you are following this Pakua map, then it doesn't matter which year you're looking at because your wealth sector is always gonna be in the southeast. Okay? Because it doesn't it doesn't change. So if you superimpose this onto a house, uh and it's gonna be over is the wealth sector that's gonna be the southeast. And I think there's uh I'm not really sure because I don't practice this uh, uh Feng Shui. Um, there's something to do with the main door being aligned to the north Uh, as we all know Not all houses have their main doors in the north so it's a little bit uh, I don't know Uh, I'm not sure that uh, it's 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 really you know um, logical in some ways but anyway so I'm just uh, saying that if you're using this Bakwa map then Of course, the Southeast sector will be your wealth and prosperity sector. But if you're using the classical feng shui, the flying stars feng shui, uh, actually, you will know that these numbers here, all these numbers here will fly to different sectors. uh, Depending, you know, each year they will go to different sectors each year. It will change each, you know, it will change directions and sectors each year okay so hopefully that gives you an idea of what i'm uh, referring to so for 2023 the world sector based on classical feng shui flying stars feng shui is actually in the south sector okay now somebody was asking if uh, the effect of energy in p9 uh will it be good or bad or sense how you know what 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 does it mean to be sensitive affected well it depends on how you know now that you know um, what uh that now that you know that if you let's say if you have fire uh fire as your day master either your uh yang fire or a yin fire you know and uh let's say you have uh the number 9 as your qua number you know you you know that uh, you will be uh a, a, you know uh, affected a little bit more when p nine comes period nine comes okay now whether uh whether it's good or bad it depends on how you know now that you're aware of it then it depends on how prepared you are okay because the 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 change the 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 energies will either you know be a little bit more challenging but if you are looking for some sort of challenges and you're aware and you're prepared, then it can be good for you, okay? But if you are, if you if you you know, if you know that you already have uh, a P, uh, yeah, a number nine qua, you already have a yang fire or a yin fire in your in your bottle chart, you know that you're gonna be a little bit more sensitive to to this uh, changes that's coming in 2024, uh, and yet you you don't want the change and you you know you, you you're actually uh, not keen about it then of course for you you will think that it's it's bad it's not right so I guess it depends on your perception of, of things. You know that there's gonna be changes, you know that you're gonna be more sensitive to the energies coming in uh based on your bottle chart and you know so it depends on how Prepared you are, how willing you are uh, to accept uh, any of these changes. Okay, so whether it's good or bad, I guess it depends on the individual. Okay, and how you perceive the the changes, and um, it might be challenging. But if you're up to it, and if you want the challenge so that you can actually go on the next, especially in your career, you want to go go the next level up, then. It would be it would be you would deem it as something good right okay so anyway let's uh, get on to the next question um what about the three killings and year breaker in the west this year of the water rabbit is it true to avoid this sector because of this reason um I don't think you need to avoid the the west sector this year just because the three killings is uh, and the uh, so we poll year breakers in the in that particular sector um especially if you don't have a big house and you need every room you know um so you know it's probably not practical to not use one whole room just because the uh, just because it has some negative energies that's because the three killings and sweep poor the breakers in that particular sector What you have to be mindful of and to remember and that is and which is important is that you do not Trigger the negative energies of the three k- killings and the three poor. Okay, so no digging no major renovation no pounding uh, <clears throat> No loud music uh, you can use the area just be uh, how do you call it just be uh, quiet no loud activity in that particular area. And if you don't have to use it that often, then then don't. Now, that particular area is also a rooster. So if you're a rooster and you have the ability to actually move to another room to use, either you've been using this as a bedroom or if you've been using the west as an office, then, you know, if you do have other sectors or other rooms that you can use that, maybe you, you might want to just move... Uh, to this other sect, uh, other rooms uh, temporarily for the year, you know. The other thing that I would actually um, um, suggest, especially for three killings, and that is if you're using this particular room or even if you're not using this particular room, I mean the West sector, that you have to actually um, try to... Uh, not uh, how do you call? It? Try to confront the three killings, which means try to position your desk so that you face the three killings and have the Grand Duke uh, as a support. So the Grand Duke will be in the east, so you're back to the east, and you're face you're facing west. Now this is one position that you can take. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to confront the three killings or whatever. It's just that, you know, if you're positioning your desk or if you're sitting at the, uh, a, a desk, if you have an office and you're sitting long, long time, <laughs> a long period of time, especially let's say you're working on the computer or whatever, if you're sitting in, in that the position for a long time, make sure that you're not sitting with your back towards the three killings. Okay? So it, it can be in any room of the house just as long as when you're sitting down doing work or you know you don't sit long term with your back to the three killings. okay so i hope that's clear now uh if you do have if you guys have any other questions while i'm you know when when you're listening to my video please i uh, write down on the comment section so i can actually answer them or select the questions for my next Q&A. This is my first Q&A for the year 2023. So hopefully I'll be making more and I hope also to be able to do live stream. I'm not technically savvy, so please bear with me on that. I would like to do it when I don't need to have uh, tech uh, tech assistance right now, but uh, okay. So anyway, i hope that clears up the question on the three killings and the year breaker or the three pro um let's go on to another question here is uh i think i got uh, a photograph sometimes you guys send me photos so you know if i can if the photos are good enough to for me to give Uh, you know, sort of an analysis. I will try, but it's not a complete or uh, an accurate analysis of the room or whatever placement that you are asking uh, me about. So let's say uh, I think this was one of the questions with regard uh, a bed, bed placement. And I think from the angle of the photograph that it was taken from the door and I just think uh I think that uh, how you call this I think the person was taking the photograph from here and I saw the bed okay sorry I saw it's, it's not straight okay I can't do a straight line so I saw the bed this way so this is not an ideal position because uh, the energies that's coming from the door is actually hitting the sleep, the, the person who's sleeping right here directly okay so if you can you can move the bed over to this section with your head towards that direction okay now this is talking about the form position of the you know of the room okay I, I did a, a video about form versus formula and so this is uh you know like in terms of form wise this is a better positioning of your bed okay so move your bed with uh, your head towards this direction okay because here it's not really that great uh, the energies actually just you know will disturb your sleep and uh, you don't want that you, you want to have a good night sleep a good night rest similarly on the next uh, picture here you see a bed that's actually between two doors and this is also not ideal and the uh, bedroom door should not never be positioned in a straight line with the door let's say to another toilet or bathroom so bed, the bed that's in this path is, is uh you know is actually in the path of the cutting chi energy from these two opposing doors and and it's uh, it's really not a great idea and it will actually um, disturb the quality of your sleep here okay and uh, i hope this is clear anyway um let's get going to the next question i think i have here okay i i think this is a a question uh that i've been that we've been getting and i think i think i'm sure other functional practitioners have also been getting these questions and uh you know a lot of times this is something that uh, Um, you know, maybe newbies, you know, to feng shui or, pe- you know, amateur feng shui practitioners will ad- actually argue the fact that this is what we should do. So the question here is, should we flip the feng shui chart for the southern hemisphere so that the well position is in the north instead of being in the south in 2023? Granted that we're, we're referring to somebody who's, Let's say you know uh, people that are living in Australia or people living in New York or something like that. Okay, so no, the it's the it's the biggest mistake uh, an amateur function practitioner can make. So there's quite a few that think you know uh, out there that thinks the climate is the factor because uh, if it's winter in in uh, North America. In uh, New York, it's actually summer in Australia. You know, uh, yeah, you know. So, and when it's winter in Australia, it's uh, uh, it's summer in uh, in Canada or Toronto or New York, U.S. Okay, so winter time is different for for this country, but it doesn't mean that you flip the the chart, the lo you chart, the planet, you know, uh, and just because the climate. It's different because we don't take climate as a factor, you know, in in feng shui. Uh, the planet is moving forward, and we base it on the movement of the planet and not the climate changes. So again, feng shui is not based on climate, but based on the planetary positions and the orbiting of the planets, right? So you don't flip the lo shu chart, you don't flip the planet. There's no flipping or chart and there's only one shoe chart that we're using. Again, so wherever you are, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, the compass North is North and the compass South is South. Okay, so we're using the compass direction. Okay, so if you're practicing classical or traditional Feng Shui, this is how we determine a property's direction and location okay so hopefully that's clear out of the way so that when you start 2023 uh, at least you have all the correct formula you know you have the 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 facts and uh, you know and uh, so that when you when you're doing all this uh, mapping out your direction drawing your floor plan and all this sort of thing when you're aligning your bed placement or when you're trying to <clears throat> um you know determine where where your wealth sector is, then you know, at least you, you get it right. By the way, I, I I myself don't use a lot of the objects that uh you know um like the, the Buddha and uh the Bakwa or the the, the lion tiger or whatever. Uh so I, I guess I mean culture you know these are some of the cultural objects or displays or figurines that the Chinese use uh in their homes. And uh a lot of times it's uh it's actually more of a celebr celebratory uh symbols to celebrate, let's say, the coming in of New Year. So for some reason or another, um it's been integrated into Feng Shui, you know, like, I mean, and, and to the point that it's been uh, it's it's more like a commercialized thing, you know, but uh, this has got nothing to do with Feng Shui. It, it's got more to do with the traditional practices, the cultural practices of the Chinese people when they celebrate, let's say, New Year, you know, and uh, or Weddings and that type of thing and red of course is predominantly used as a color uh, But it doesn't mean that they're attached to the feng shui aspect, you know Um, There's really no feng shui aspect and uh, Anyway, so I hope that this has cleared up some of the uh, questions that you guys have in mind and um, You know I will be coming out with uh, more videos, so I hope you know you sub- you like if you actually enjoy this video and you think you, you've actually gained some tips and insight. Please like my video and uh, also please subscribe so that you get uh, notification of my future videos. Okay, so thank you for watching.